Okay, Eric, so uh, there's this question that everybody's asking, and it goes around again and again and again, which is, what is a game show? Correct. So are you going to tell me what the answer is? Yes, but first, a commercial. No, I'm kidding. Uh, A game show. Yes, a game show is a show about games. Wait, no, that's not right. Uh, Well, if we're going to talk about game shows, uh, I have a feeling we need to define our boundaries. I mean, what exactly is a game show? I mean, you can say that the quiz format where people just like ask questions and answer them and maybe they get prizes or points or not. Um, But then you get the stuff which sort of veers away from that and like, you know, more physical shows and slapstick. But it's the same kind of principle where people are trying to do some kind of they're trying to win. Right. So. Yeah, and then also is something like Survivor a game show or Big Brother? I mean, there's certainly game elements involved in the contest, uh, you know, and, and it's not a traditional game show as we understand it, but I would consider those to be game shows as well. So what is a game show? Well, I think a game show is, you know, a television show uh, that features some sort of game at its central core. And, you know, whether or not it's, something that we understand as a as a traditional game show i mean i'm thinking of something like you know and i'm going to use american examples because i am an american um you know jeopardy or 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 wheel of fortune or the price of price is right or um you know uh password uh the one hundred thousand dollar pyramid family feud i mean i could name them on and on and on and on because uh, I watched a lot of game shows as a child because I had no friends, but <laughs> and now you have video games and now I have video games, so we have those, and those were what we understood to be game shows for a long time and I think you know as as the decades wore on and 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 those type of shows I think have become much less popular um you know i I don't know what the I don't know what the general like atmosphere of of game shows is in 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 Britain. But but here they certain those type of game shows are certainly nowhere near as popular or as prevalent as they were, you know, in, in the '60s and '70s and and, and even '80s. Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that that's all moved away, and so we have this reality television show thing going on now. And that's why I bring in you know it's like Survivor, and I think competition shows more generally. I think Top Chef could be considered a game show if you want to get sort of you know very very broad about it um i don't know what do you think can we can we include those sort of like reality competition shows in the game show umbrella (laughs) i find it interesting because if we say um well you know we could go around the same route as the what is a game argument and say well i think all things are actually game shows uh even uh (laughs) even something which has no contestants um (laughs) uh I, I'm not really sure, to be honest, because I, I've, I've, we had this idea about talking about game shows, and I start to think, oh, I want to talk about that, and I'd like to talk about that. And I thought, well, are those actually game shows? And suddenly I thought, hmm, that's kind of a tricky thing. Like, what actually defines a game show? It's not just the quiz format anymore, right? It goes a lot of different examples, which uh, have this, fulfill the same need of, of watching people sort of struggle or have... have you know, screaming at the screen like, "No, that's not the that's not the answer, you idiot." 
Yeah, no, exactly. And I think, you know, if you think about it, I mean, when we're talking, I'm thinking there's there's two fundamental parts of a game show. There's the contestants in the show itself who are engaging in some sort of competition or, or answering questions. And, of course, even a quiz show is a competition. Uh, even if you're only competing against the clock, that's still a competition. And then you have sort of the, the newer uh, game shows, if we can call them that. You know, like Top Chef, for example. I love Top Chef. Uh, I watch it, you know, every season. And what you get from that is the second part of that equation, which is the viewer, the the person at home watching the game show. But more importantly, they're 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 not participating in it in the same way that they're participating in a quiz show. But, you know, I find myself you know, saying, oh, why are you making that? That's going to be terrible. No one ever likes, you know, a Buffalo on this show. That That's not going to do well. In the same way that if someone on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire wastes a lifeline or doesn't know the answer to a very basic question, I, I'm going to react very similarly. So you actually, you really like game shows, right? Yeah, I actually do. I, I really do love game shows. What's What's the reason? I mean, I... I... I used to watch a lot of game shows when I was younger. Um, and there's this typical thing. It was always game shows on around about lunchtime. And especially when you go for your student years, uh, you start watching a bit more, well, should we say all sorts of TV. Uh, in the UK, it's very famous that students watch This Morning, which is a, a show typically, supposedly for um, you know the, the bored housewife. Um, yes. And lots of students watch it instead. You know, <laughs> That's their real audience. Um, and, uh, and what's the other show? Countdown, right? Countdown, yeah, that's, but that's that's no longer on, correct? I don't know. So this is the thing. I I kind of don't watch game shows at all these days. I mean, my 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 TV watching is very you know streamlined anyway. Um, but I don't feel like I'm really missing out. Like a, a game show is a kind of thing. Like oh, you know, it, it it didn't really even feel a gap for me. It's it's like oh, I watched this. The time passed, and I don't miss the fact that they're not in my life anymore. So what is it? that really why do you find them so you know stimulating well i think if i think back to the game shows that i've enjoyed the most and i think my two favorite game shows are are very different um family feud i love and a hundred thousand dollar pyramid twenty five thousand dollar pyramid whatever whichever one you're watching um and they're they're very different shows i think because I like watching Family Feud because I think I it, it, it itches that, you know, it scratches that need in me to watch, you know, ordinary people. And I think there is a lot of wish fulfillment involved in, in, in watching game shows. And if we can even say the person watching it is a participant in it, in participating in the game show as a, as a viewer. And because, of course, there is no game show without the viewer. So you have mm. to be involved in some in some way. Can I just what I like, and ask what uh, Family Feud is? Uh, what, what's the what's the format there? Okay, so Family Feud is a very classic American game show, which has had many permutations over the years, and I believe started in the late seventies uh, as a semi spin off of a another game show, uh, Match Game. And Match Game was a game which featured six uh, uh, semi-celebrity contestants, uh, not contestants, celebrity panel, and two contestants. And basically Match Game was, I am going to say a sentence, something like, uh, Sally and Robert went to the movies, but instead of watching the movie, they blanked. And it was very much a double entendre show, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, all the... 
that what would happen is the the celebrity panel would come up with a with a word to go in that blank and they would have to match the the average person contestant now we do we did we did uh have a show in the uk called blankety blank which was exactly that format Uh, yeah uh, and and that's the thing i mean like these are very standard sort of things i mean i think even though you'll you'll find them across across cultures but the the thing with um blankety blank was i think it's the same thing like you're saying like it's all about uh it's essentially about the comedy of what people are going to stick in the into the uh in the blank right right and they're really interested in people who get really wrong answers as opposed to the right ones um but i remember because i watched it you know uh what were we talking about i can't remember early 80s maybe something like that um blankety blank and i was more fascinated by the game structure i was really really uh excited about the um uh the the scoring was done with triangles and circles so like, I think it was green triangles and red circles, depending on, who, on whether someone got the answer, who, which person got the answer right or whatever. And I was just fascinated by the kind of like, oh, the lights lighting up and the and the point system. And when they changed all that from the electric, uh, the electric lights into uh, just like some like, cards they flipped over, I was most disappointed. So I think my <laughs> my investment in that uh, game uh, in that game show was actually more of you know the. Uh, the kind of spectacle of it as opposed to the actual game itself. But I think that's probably something that's more about me being a young, young boy than anything. Yeah. And I mean, of course, you know, we could go down set direction, you know, the, the, the route of set direction all day, because, you know, I think one of the reasons I love game shows as well is just because those older game shows are, are amazing and their set direction, but um, that's not really, uh, you know, relevant to our discussion. Uh, so so family feud then uh the 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 last round the lightning round if you will of match game once one of the two regular people contestants had won uh was a a, a question and it was kind of just a very a very short way of saying like okay uh johnny blank and it would have three uh answers behind you know sort of these pull out uh things on on a on a, on a screen and Family Feud was a spinoff from that, and Family Feud was basically that, only a little larger. It was a survey of 100 people, and you had uh, two families of, of five contestants each, so you had 10 contestants, and there were basically two teams. And it, would, it featured you know, questions like, uh, you know, name a flavor of ice cream, and you would buzz in, someone would say vanilla, and vanilla would be the second answer. Uh, they would get control of the board, and so on and so forth. So that's basically Family Feud. It's it's a quiz show, sort of, but you're trying to match answers that are already there. Um, and then there's the other game show that I think is my favorite is is the Pyramid, uh, which is slightly different. I don't know if you ever got a version of that in in Britain or I not. Think, I think we did. I, I have a vague memory of it, but uh, you know, it, it obviously didn't survive. But I, I think I definitely saw it when I was younger. Yeah. So so that's uh, two teams again. But it's only two people on each team, and there's a there's a regular person contestant who's actually you know playing for for the money, uh, the pot, and then there's a celebrity contestant, and it's a, a pyramid of a uh, pyramid of, uh, of 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 categories, and there's seven in each category, and you cannot say the word that you are trying to guess, but the other person has to say that word. That's how you progress and get the point. Yeah. So you're basically trying to get somebody to guess a word. Um, and that's much more, 
you know, it, it's it's interesting because you both games feature the 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 playing along aspect of it. You know, Family Feud and Twenty Four Thousand Dollar Pyramid. Uh, you know, you do play along to some degree, but not Family Feud more so because you're guessing answers. You're telling people that their answers are are incorrect. And and Twenty Four Thousand Dollar Pyramid is very different because the 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 word that each contestant is trying to guess is there at the bottom of the screen you're not playing along so why is that interesting to watch uh (laughs) and i think the answer is that it's 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 tense it's dramatic it's suspenseful and you want to see people do well and i think what i like about game shows at their core at least the most classic game shows leaving aside the the reality shows from from you know the this this century are that they allow us to root for normal people and allow us to sort of, you know, make ourselves appreciate people a little better and root for people that we don't know and make ourselves feel good in the process. So what do you think about the the fact that there's still a, um, uh, there are a lot of game shows which populate their panels with, um, celebrities or at least uh, b-list or maybe even c-list celebrities that it's no longer about the public but it's about watching some celebrities you know slug it out or just being you know having a laugh um, i'm thinking over here uh you know popular panel shows like um have i got news for you um you know where they just uh, these silly rounds where they basically you know it's 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 essentially celebrities uh talking about the news uh or mock the week uh something like that it's 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 not about it's not really even about winning it's about uh, a way to engineer you know comic situations uh you know uh ad hoc laughter yeah um, and it's those still feel like they're game shows but the point of them it's completely different right it's that it's not about it's not about that tension. So how do you feel about that sort of, uh, you know, offshoot of game shows, which are more about, you know, uh, celebrity interactions and comedy? Well, it's a different, it's a difficult question because I, I don't particularly care for those kind of shows. And I think the reason for that is, you know, I don't know that I would consider them game shows because the game is not the point of the show and the game is not even really real. And what I mean by that is, there's no right or wrong answer they're not trying to compete for anything um it's it's more an extra it's 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 more an exercise in entertainment in the form of a game and it's not a real game i would say uh we we have a (laughs) sorry sorry i I just i i think i should have like some bingo here or something and i'd say yeah you just said that's not a real game tick but I'm saying it about have I got news for you so no one can get angry at me. <laughs> and, and the funny thing is, like, those those type of shows are not popular here. We we don't really have them. Uh, and I don't know why that is. We, we there is. There is something similar to that on uh, public radio here called Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, which is interminable. It's 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 a, I, I don't like it. I mean, and part of the reason, of course, is that public radio doesn't do comedy very well, but it's just not very interesting. Um, <laughs> if I want comedy, I will watch a comedy. I don't really want to watch a fake game show. Uh, and I guess that's my answer to that question. I guess people don't call them game shows so much, right? They talk like panel shows or whatever, right? I can't remember what, if there's another term for that, but they, they, they feel so much like, um, they feel like game shows, you know, there's a sort of, uh, they seem to have a lot of common 
DNA in a way that the formats are very similar. They they try and come up with a, a interesting games. It's not just about like rapid questions and answers. It's about finding ways to get the panelists to be you know be funny or, or actually get them into trouble. You know, um, I'm thinking like I remember something very different. Uh, you've got people like um, I don't know if you ever heard of Shooting Stars. Yes, yes, and that's that's uh, essentially a panel show, but it's it's more it's much more trying to be a game show with with stupidity, you know, and the whole thing is just a vehicle for surrealism, really. And uh, that was cancelled, I think, what a year or two ago. Thank um, God. <laughs> I actually so so uh, I used to live in England many years ago, and Joel knows this, but but the listeners do not, and. Uh, my my first experience actually is, is now horrifyingly coming back to me with with this type of show with this type of panel show which we don't really have here in America um, was actually shooting stars and to to a non uh, Britain's eyes the the show did read like a like a game show and it it I, I I understood it to be a game show but let me tell you it is not a game show because I I was I remember being bewildered by shooting stars it made no sense to me i could not figure out what was going on and because and here's the thing about those type of shows i don't consider them game shows because the the celebrities on the shows are not actually trying and they're not trying to win they're not actually trying to compete they're they're trying to put on a good you know entertainment for the people watching it and so i think that the audience can can feel that and the funny thing about shooting stars is the reason why it felt so off to me is that i could sense that even though and and the reason why i was so confused about shooting stars is because i don't know at the time i didn't know any english celebrities and so these just seem like real average people to me i didn't know (laughs) that they were i didn't know that they were famous and that, and that, I think, is really interesting. I think that says something about those type of shows. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I I watched uh, Shooting Stars when it was in its first few series, and I fucking loved it. So um, take that, Frasier. <laughs> <laughs> um, it. But uh, like, but you, but but you, but you know, I think it's interesting because, like, you know, I could I could sense without knowing anything about the show, and it was reading like a game show to me that something was off about it and i didn't know what it was but i could sense that they weren't actually really trying well not all the guests realized this because they um they you know they'd always have uh you know uh, this week's celebrity joining the uh, the kind of uh, the standard panel captains sure um which is usually in the beginning was it mark lamar and ulrika johnson um and i think the famous one i remember was larry hagman he had no idea what was going on. It was just like, what, what kind of game show is this? Oh, sure, make fun of the American, yeah. Because uh, I, well, you know, he had no idea that Shooting Stars was, you know, this kind of weird surreal experience, and it wasn't really about being a game show, right? And uh, I think when you get someone on there who thinks it's just a game show, you know, a celebrity panel game show, um, it just goes kind of surreal. I'm thinking get me out of the studio as fast as you can yeah uh, that's always very that kind of tension when you have a have a guest on there who who doesn't get it uh, or even sometimes a guest who does get it but is starting to lose their way uh, that's 
always like a very interesting moment to watch. So there's that kind of weird tension of how are these celebrities going to deal with what is basically sort of like this madhouse. Um, and come on, had the dove from above. <laughs> it's okay. And now it's there's the podcast of Joel Goodwin by himself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just letting you talk about shooting stars. Yeah, thank the, you. The, the thing is about shooting stars, I mean, I know we're talking a lot about shooting stars, but I think it's an interesting example because um, if I recall correctly, and there there was an American version of that show. Uh, it may have been, it may not have been shooting stars, but it, it was something very similar to that. And it failed miserably here. We don't have these type of shows in America. And I think that, I, you know, I don't really understand what the reason is, but I think fundamentally, um, you know, Americans don't seem to really like a show that is, pretending to be a fair contest which actually is not uh and and you know british people seem much more willing to go with that and i don't know why that is i mean i'm sure that's a generalization but that just seems to be the sort of feeling i get from it it's interesting um because there's another example uh i've got uh which really pisses me off (laughs) um and it's uh, oh, just like a deal or no deal. Oh yeah, uh, with Noel Edmonds hosting, and that is a goddamn half-hour program made of people choosing random numbers. It's that, an hour here. Uh, maybe it's an hour here. I don't. I can't remember. I don't really. It used to be on when I came home, and it's just like flicking for the channels. No, not deal or no deal. Not again. And. I just couldn't bear it where it was like all this angst about which number should you choose. It doesn't matter. You can't choose the number better. <laughs> it's just, you can't improve your choice of number, you know. And and they're kind of forced to whittle it down all the way to the end. Choose, basically. They have to choose all the numbers and hope that the one they get at the end is the one with the with a big prize. And so there's this whole fake tension for like the first half where they're like, oh, look, they seem to be doing really well like, at, at you know keeping some of the big numbers on the screen. But you know what? It's going to work down to one box at the end of that program. And it's all about choosing your random number sequence. You might as well just choose the final number at the start. <laughs> there yeah. is a little bit of a twist in it where they have the so-called banker phone up to make an offer and saying, look, if you stop playing now, we'll give you £200 or something like that. And it's not enough for me. <laughs> well, that's, you know, that's a really good example of, you know, I, I, I dislike deal or no deal a great deal. haha. <laughs> and it's, it's not, it, it is a contest. It is a game show, but it's not a very good one. And there was a, there was a joke in, uh, I don't know if you've ever watched 30 rock, but there was a, there was a joke in that show where, uh, it was a, it was a, uh, they had put the, the sort of like intern in charge of, of, of NBC in one of the episodes. And he came up with this idea for a game show, which was, uh, beautiful models in swimsuits holding briefcases. And one of the briefcases would be filled with gold and, the 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 show was supposed to be okay someone's going to try and have to guess which briefcase is filled with gold and the joke was that gold is heavy and so <laughs> you would have two or three models holding a briefcase very easily and you would have one model who was struggling mightily to hold her briefcase up and so everyone was pointing that out immediately and winning 
in the first 30 seconds of the game and bankrupted NBC. <laughs> uh, I, I think that would have been a much more interesting show to watch than Deal or No Deal. And, you know, to me, that all can be traced back to uh, two shows, The Weakest Link and Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Because these were the sort of proto, I don't know what you want to call them, but they're sort of hybridized game show slash dramatic competition mm. And the weakest link, I think, is a less interesting show than Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, although it is more of a true competition. Uh, and what ha- what I think what started to happen was the natural tension inherent in any game, and and I'm talking, you know, not just game shows here. I mean, you talk about sports, you talk about you know people uh, uh, pl- watching people play chess in the park. Um, watching someone play a round of Mario Kart. I mean, whatever you want, it's, it's, it is very, you know, it is very tense. Um, they, they sort of notice that and, and, and really try to artificially heighten the tension through the use of lighting and, and dramatic sound effects and, and, and uh, you know, musical cues and, um, you know, coming back from, you know, going to commercial breaks without answering the question and, you know, all these sort of, uh, you know, production tricks that, I think we're the downfall of game shows in a lot of ways and deal or no deal, I think is, is, is a, is an exact sort of outgrowth of that where it's, there's nothing in that show except build up. <laughs> oh, well, it's, it, it's kind of worse as well. You know, if they take the banker, the banker's offer, right? <laughs> they then forced them to say, well, what numbers you think you would have picked now then? And fill up the rest of the program with them picking <laughs> the numbers they wouldn't they they would have picked right, and it's just like this is nonsense, um but you're right, it's all about you know uh creating tension and uh, it's all about caring about people right it's like it's part of the uh we need to know uh who these people are, what this means to them, and I guess you go from there to something something like uh you know American Idol pop idol, you know. Britain's Got Talent, that, those sort of shows where it's about, you know, uh, ordinary people trying to, to get somewhere. But we're going to find out exactly how much it means to them uh, when we destroy their dreams. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, I think that's true. You know, I mean, and, and, and American Idol is a perfect example. And, and I guess pop, what is it called in, in, in Britain? Pop Idol? Pop or, Idol. Yeah. Well, I think that, it, it, uh, was, it was here first, I think, I, if I... If I'm remembering incorrectly, <laughs> no, I'm I'm sure I'm sure it was um, that that that's you know almost the the exact opposite of of what we want out of game shows, which is that um, the the participants the the entire thing is rigged basically, and it's it's so mean spirited. I mean, and that's and that's really the thing. We don't care about the people like. Uh, uh, as they get eliminated, we sort of learn more about them. I mean, I will be very honest. I have never seen an episode of, of American Idol from start to finish in my entire life, nor do I ever want to. Um, and, and it's just, it's all about, uh, getting rid of people instead of watching people succeed, which I think is really, really problematic. Mm -hmm. Um, and it also makes me think of, of, of one other thing, uh, is that, you know, television shows at least in america and i'm sure this is probably true in in england as well at least on on commercial tv pay tv um with advertising is that uh you know as the economics of of television have gotten more difficult uh the the actual amount of any time slot 
that's devoted to actual programming has has shrunk and so you know a game show there there's a game show channel here the game show network they show old game shows from the 50s 60s 70s 80s 90s you know here you know the whole 50 50 past 50 years you know game shows used to be 25 minutes long and you know now you're lucky to get 20 or 21 minutes out of a out of a half hour game show and what you lose is not the game part because that's integral to the thing they need that to succeed they can't get rid of that um what you lose is all of the banter uh you know tell me about yourself well i'm a housewife and i have two children and i really love them and i'm studying to be a nurse but you don't get any of that anymore or or, or or you get a very very small amount of it where it's very very quick you know you used to get two minutes of it or a minute of it now you might get 20 seconds of it and i think that that you know it may not be a primary reason why game shows are not as popular in america anymore but i think it is a reason because you just don't get to you don't get to know these people or you don't get a sense of who they are and so you can't project yourself in that role anymore so bearing that all in mind about the the personalities you know there's this thing right you don't want too much personality but then you don't like it when it's devoid of personality um that we don't find anything out about people at all. So is the game actually important? Well, I think it is and it isn't. I mean, and that's kind of a hedge, I know. But certainly, I think certain types of game shows are going to appeal to different people. Um, I don't like Wheel of Fortune, for example. Uh, but on the whole, I think the game is less important than who is playing it. Because if you can identify with the people that are playing it, I think that's why people watch game shows more than for the actual game. It's certainly not interesting to try and play along with Pyramid, for example, or Wheel of Fortune. Um, But people will play along with Jeopardy. People will play along with Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? So I think there's there's sort of two. I'm sort of hedging it, but I think there's there's there are two parts to that. I think the game is important, and it isn't important. I don't know. What do you what do you think? Well, I'm I'm, I'm just thinking back to the kind of games I liked. I like the things which uh, it's not just about questions, but sometimes it's a little bit of almost tactics to it. I remember um, I used to get quite into, and I don't know why. Still don't know why, but going for gold, which was on uh, lunch times like every day of the week for for quite some time. It was originally called Going for Gold because it was on the time of the Olympics, I think. Mm. <laughs> but then it just kind of stuck for the, re- for the rest of its run. And there was always this thing about how many points you needed to build up to get into a different, you know, um, a different zone or something like that. And whether you went to the bank that or just try to keep on going. And, and there was kind of, uh, that sort of like complex play of mm, they have to think about what they're doing as opposed to, you know, simply just answering questions. Uh, I compare now, it to something like The Weakest Link, which is a kind of different. That's more about, you know, the tactics of taking an individual player out as opposed to um, playing to your individual strength, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, The Weakest Link, I think um, that's a great example because The Weakest Link very much was, um, you know, almost antithetical to to a lot of game shows before it, where, uh, it was much more. I think it was the game show equivalent of Survivor, right? Or, or a lot of these, um, uh, a, a lot of these reality TV shows, because 
uh, it was maybe the first reality TV show. Um, it wasn't so much about the game. It was about uh, the, the strategy of getting rid of people. And I think in a lot of the similar ways of, of you know, the sort of the big brothers and survivors and all of these things where people get voted off, um, definitely you're not watching it because you want to see how people win. You're watching it because you want to see how people lose. And I think that's that's a different experience. And I think it's a I think it's a lesser experience. Because I'm thinking also of uh, games which are much more physical and they're not just be, you know, question and answers. Um, going back to the Crystal Maze, which used to be quite popular here, which is all about physical challenges. Basically, you send one of your team into a particular puzzle and they go in there. And they just have to do it within two minutes or something with the rest of their team, maybe shouting through windows saying, do it over there. Don't look at that. And some of the puzzles were, you know, they, they couldn't actually they would say you can't talk to them in this puzzle. You can't you can't give any advice. And so basically, they all had to like die outside and watch him watch the guy screw up. You know, it's just and you know what the effect on the people at home in my house, everybody was screaming at that TV. It's just it. There's there's no way you can sort of do that kind of show. You know, you can't play that show yourself, but God, you can get mad with the person doing it. <laughs> it's just like, no, no, it's just go over there, go over there. And it kind of has those kind of ingredients of the, the same kind of as, um, the same thing as a, uh, an actual game show where you're saying, oh, that's an easy question. You should have known the answer to that. But sort of like on a, on a, on a, on a larger scale where it's just like you're just getting frustrated with the people on the screen. That was, a, that was an exercise in audience frustration, which made everybody come back again and again and again. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, game shows trade on, on, on your personal knowledge. And so, you know, with, with a game show like that, I mean, I'm not familiar with, with Crystal Cave, but... Uh, Crystal you know, Maze. It's more of a physical thing. So you couldn't really compete at home. It wasn't about questions. It was about solving puzzles or doing some physical uh, thing, you know, moving water from one thing to another, whatever. That sort of yeah. thing. There's there's something similar to that. Um, there's a, a game show here, which I don't think is on anymore, which was very recent, which was called Minute to Win It. And I'm sure you probably had a, a version of that in, in England. Um, but that was, you know, the same thing where it was sort of like you have to toss these three rings onto a Coke can without knocking the Coke can over in 30 seconds or whatever, you know. Um, you have to take your socks off while you're hula hooping. I mean, these sort of things. And, yeah, it's it's the exact same thing. You know, you're just you're you're more, I think you're not empathizing with the player in that sense. You're, you're empathizing with the person who is on their team that is watching them fail or succeed. Mm. Um, and that's really interesting because I don't think that that's something that we see so much. I mean, in a way that's sort of like watching like baseball or football or something and not really empathizing with the players winning or losing, but sort of paying attention to the coaches and sort of empathizing with them instead. And I, I that, that's kind of bizarre, I think, in a way. <laughs> well, uh, that you know, there's also another example of this sort of like, um, uh, you know, a kind of physical game, which is uh, uh, much beloved by uh, any geek child of the 80s, which is Nightmare. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. I've heard of it. I'm not super familiar with it. So basically, it's uh, at least in the first series, uh, it was like a, it's like a dungeon crawl where a team of kids um, and one of them gets to wear this helmet so they can't see the green screen around them <laughs> and uh, walk into the dungeon blind and have to be told where to walk and what to do by the other people in their team. 
and the other people in the team get to see the, the the player rendered in front of you know like some old dungeon crypt or some tunnel or whatever with uh whoever's in the room with them uh it was just like you know um 80s 80s grade cgi in the background but there might be some actor there as well or some uh giant spider coming towards them or some evil ghost and it was kind of like so tense so many kids were killed on that show <laughs> it's just I think the 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 success rate was was in the definitely the first series. I don't know if anybody actually won the game. No one actually I was got to say, the I end. Was, I was going to say that they weren't actually killing children. I mean, this was well. I don't like, think so. This was just they were dying in the game. I haven't checked. <laughs> I want to make that I want to make that very clear because I don't want to. We didn't want to get counterweight to get sued or anything. No. Um, but no, it, yeah, was, it was. It was. There was. That was all about. Uh, again, that was more about getting angry with the uh, sometimes the person walking around or the actual people who are coaching. You know, uh, the three people uh, back in their comfy studio with the dungeon master uh, giving instructions and like, for God's sakes, no, 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 just no, don't say that. No, you know that sort of thing. That's not the way to explain it. <laughs> well, it's it's funny because I think that that touches upon another reason why game shows and i mean games in general are are really enjoyable to a lot of people is that uh there was a there was a game that was very similar a game show that was very similar to that uh in america um in the 90s uh which i the name of it is is, is escaping my mind right now because i'm old but um it was a children's game show and you would play arcade games and then whoever won would get to go into sort of this virtual reality of the 90s and, and sort of act out being in a side-scrolling you know, video game. And it was wildly <laughs> successful and everybody loved it. Um, but it, again, it's very physical. And, and we had something else here, I think, called uh, Double Dare. Are you familiar with this one? It rings a bell, but that's that it. Was, that was another children's game show on Nickelodeon that anybody who grew up in the 80s or 90s will know immediately and it was just a series of ridiculous physical challenges and i think that that speaks to i think the core of this stuff which is the physical shows hit us on a on a deeper more immature level (laughs) and they remind us of what it's like to be kids and you know the the best physical game shows and maybe the best game shows in general remind us of what it's like to to be kids more than anything else i think that's why people like them hmm that's interesting maybe that's why i don't watch game shows anymore (laughs) i mean i don't want to be a kid that could be and i mean you know it's funny because i mean i you know i don't think that 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 people that were watching um you know countdown uh you know were were really thinking that they were kids you know that was a weird show because that was so british i mean i remember watching that show when i lived in england and i loved it and i was in college at the time and so i was home during the day and it was it was great um it's not a joke in england like the only people that that would watch countdown were like retirees and 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 college students that that was that was the joke uh maybe (laughs) do i know more about english culture probably i i don't I, i was welsh so you know. Oh right. Uh, well, they they couldn't play countdown in Welsh because well, you, it's hard to make it's hard to make words with only Y's and W's. Um, that you know, 
I don't know that a lot of people that were watching Countdown were really doing the math problems with the contestants. But... Oh my god, I was. Well, yes, you were. (laughs) (laughs) I certainly was not. And I I bring this up because I think there's like two sides to it. I think there's the game shows that that sort of make you feel like a kid again and and, and sort of bring that side out of you, the very emotional side, the immature side. I don't mean immature in a bad way. I just mean, you know, younger. And then there's the game shows like Countdown and maybe like Jeopardy and things like that, which bring out the much more intellectual side and also allows for... Uh, intellectual pursuits to be competitive as well mm. and, and you get that nice balance there yeah it's interesting it's like yeah it's seeing it more of a rather than this spectrum of you know where uh, shows have gone things are much more like about people uh you know and, and the the excitement and the moment rather than the game these days you could say i mean there's still there's still a lot of uh, attempts to make uh, interesting uh little you know, um, what's the word? Um, like I say, set of mechanics for a game, right? a game yeah. show. And they, they still do that. But um, it's usually something, the things that work the best are usually something like that kind of simple. Um, so I don't know how far you can really go with just simple sets of rules. But uh, actually, that reminds me. Um, I saw on YouTube, I think it was about a year or two ago, uh, some British uh, game show. And I'm going to have to find this YouTube clip for the link on this. Um, where it ends up with a sort of head-to-head between, between the two final players, and it becomes like this psychological game of it's a prisoner's dilemma that they can both help each other or they can shaft each other. And it's just down to, you know, what what they choose. It's like a binary... They've both got a binary choice. And what they choose in that, set, in that, that moment um, means whether they go home with cash or or not and it's it's a wonderful thing where someone plays to the the psychology of it and and uh manages to con- convince his partner to do to, to what he wants him to do sort of thing and i have to I have to I have to link to that because it's very interesting how like at that point all the sort of rules of the game kind of they almost don't apply you're left with this raw uh, you know um it's just two people head to head trying to trying to just solve each other if you know what i mean it's kind of an odd thing to say but um there's that side which is it then it's is that intellectual or is that um about you know uh rules if you know what i mean it's, it's just about um it's about about fun because it's more about two people just interacting and t- trying to figure out the situation you know can they trust each other well i think that comes down to the other thing about games is that they're social right and that is, you know, laying aside all the rules of the game and just saying, okay, you know what, this is two people and uh, they both have knowledge of social rules and interactions. They can read people. They have instincts about these sort of things. What is going to happen? And I think that's a large part of enjoying game shows as well is that social aspect of it and, 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 and watching people. And, and sort of projecting, well, what would you do in that situation? Because I'm sure when you were watching that on YouTube, you know, you're thinking to yourself, oh, I don't trust that guy. Why are you trusting him or, or whatever, right? Um, and so it becomes this exercise in, in social competition in a way. And in the same way that people watch quiz shows and, you know, say, oh, you don't know that answer or whatever it is, they're doing the same thing with this show. But it's, it's, a, very, it's a very different area but it's the same effect. Yeah. In the end, uh, 
we like the games and the people. At, what, what, is there anything we don't like about game shows? <laughs> uh, I don't like the suits. The suits. Yes. No, I don't think so. I mean, I, you know, I wish there were more game shows. Uh, you know, I certainly think that certain game shows are more successful than others. And, you know, I, I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of the sort of, you know, first decade of the 2000s trend in game shows, which was all about flash and style and, you know, padding and, and sort of lengthening things to, to, to get artificial tension created. I don't think that the best game shows need that. And I think that, you know, if if we can sum this up in any way, I think in the same way that we always talk about video games as, you know, triple A is dying. Uh, it's getting too expensive to make these games. They're too complicated. No one can play them. The audience is shrinking because nobody has the time. All of these problems and, you know, what is going to save us? you know, indie games in whatever form it's going to be, smaller games, pick up and play, you know, all these kind of things. I think in the same way, um, if game shows are going to have a future, it's going to have to be going back to those sort of classic time-tested uh, smaller moments in games and just making it again about the game and making it about the people and not worrying so much about everything else. Okay, great. That was uh, that was great. I'm not quite sure how, what uh, what indie developers are actually going to take away from this, but I'm sure they should take away something pretty interesting. Hopefully they will, or maybe they won't, or maybe people will just start watching more game shows, and that wouldn't be bad either. Or unsubscribe. No, please don't do that. We have another episode coming up in another month. <laughs> so thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll come back to you in a month. Bye, everybody. Bye.